0: FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White for Arden Roof Systems. There's more to your roofs than just shingles. He's gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go.
3: Jimmy. Morning. How'd the uh, ref training go yesterday? Oh, it went great. And I'm also start
1: uh, doing a little bit of wrestling training as well.
3: Again, I'm saying this out loud because everything that happens to you in your life, Uh, I get blamed for it. So you had a uh, conversation with your family. Do I need to phone them?
1: This was a conversation I had with my mother on my holiday.
3: And you said this has nothing to do with Lachlan Cross.
1: Yeah. And anything that involves me taking a bump involves me wearing my boxing helmet.
3: You should be wearing that all day. You have tried to do that. I'm, wear, I'm not wearing that helmet all day. Just if like I wore that if I, life.
1: If I wore that helmet here, you'd start. Bus. You'd start smacking me
3: around. Start throwing that's, things at me. That's a good point. All right. On the show today, we got the Monster Pro Wrestling tickets. Obviously, we got an event on Friday. Um, We'll do that as a parting gift, okay? Also, bag milk. Good news if you're an Oilers fan. At least I think this is really good news. This is a positive thing for the upcoming season. Butch Vig. Any idea who that is? Not a clue. Okay. Well, he is He's probably more famous for producing Nevermind, Nirvana's... Seminal record, okay Uh, But he was also in a band called Garbage It's his birthday today, turning 68 So we'll play a little Garbage to get us going this morning
0: You're in the locker room With Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White 95.7
3: Cruise FM I think we can turn this into a topic this morning This first discussion Grant and I were talking about this I think when you were away Or maybe you were here. I'm not positive on this. Do you remember being involved in a a quick conversation about it being okay to text somebody if you wanted to break up with them? Not recently, no. I know we have talked about different ways of breaking up like years ago. But apparently, and I was bothered by it. I was really bothered by it. Apparently, in this one study, it, it was suggested now that because these things that we wander around with constantly we can't be more than three feet away from them cell phones are so dominant in our lives and our communication is text primarily right yeah no one talks to each other anymore we're always just texting Um, that it's okay now it's considered okay to break up with somebody on text and I was like that still can't be good I don't care how better than ghosting you would be okay if you were dating somebody and they sent you a long text explaining all the reasons why you smell bad, you don't clean your house, da, 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 your eating habits, you're gassy. If they sent you a text, you're overweight, you're would you alcoholic. rather have, have it in person?
1: Uh, as I said, I'd much rather that than just them break contact and never. Call you again and you never hear from them or see from them. Okay, being ghosted. All right. Because at least you kind of know. Okay, maybe I should wash my ass a little more. You know, or whatever.
3: We had to go there, right? Eh? Um, so what we're going to do is we'll come up with and we'll see if we can get the worst. I've been ghosted. You've been ghosted a couple times. Th- yeah, I know. Yeah, where you're I on th- a date and they just leave. Par- I think part of the problem with you is you're such a nice guy that. The handful of situations you've had in your life that involved a female spending time with you, I think what's happened there is they are they're 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 not capable of of hurting you, so they do, they can't do it to your face. So they'll just so destroy they just your psyche yeah. and just walk away. Seventy zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. The worst way to break up with somebody. Okay, I have a list in front of me. The reason why I th- thought we could do this conversation is I saw the seventeen worst ways to break up with people. And by the way, texting is number two. So regardless of the conversation we had a week or two ago on the air about texting being okay in breakup in the breakup world, this is saying no you still shouldn't do that worst way to break up with someone that's our topic the locker room topic of the day worst way to break up with someone heavy sent us a text what was yours heavy on the breakup front
2: oh the same telegram.
1: Somebody come, a couple of people coming to your door and just sing and say, "Hey, guess what? This person
3: doesn't lake you no more, and they want to break up, and they walk away." Yeah, <laughs> would that work for a stripper too? To a
2: Cindy, Cindy a stripper, a Cindy Lauper <laughs> song. Yeah, it could work for anybody. Girls just want
3: to have fun and they want to go away. Can can I um, can I can I ask? Has this ever happened to you, Heavy? Did somebody do this to you? No. Okay, that would have been better. Can I disagree with you? And so here's you can do whatever you want. Here's why. If somebody okay. broke up with me with a, s- a singing telegram and it was creative, I think I would I I don't know why I respect why do I respect that on some level?
1: Cuz they're spending money to break up with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's That's the true. creativity <laughs> of it or something. Creativity, it's not just okay, we're done.
2: <laughs> They're gonna be like you, okay, great, great show, clap your hands,
3: and then you're gonna walk away and go, Oh, that's a stupid bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, Abby. Take care, brother. Uh, yeah, you do. The locker room topic of the day. Worst way to break up with someone seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. We are getting somewhere this has happened to these to these people. Randy in particular, this happened to him.
1: No, he knows someone that it happened to. It wasn't him. But it at a party with a group of people he was uh, this person was broken up right in front of everybody said okay we're done at a christmas party
3: something happens in a relationship and i i don't know what the time frame is um but if somebody feels neglected or they feel like they've been hurt in a relationship they ha- there's this switch that goes off where everything's okay whatever i do to this person no matter how i do it it's going to be okay it's justified it's a weird it's a weird sort of position that Because I've seen some breakups, and it's just like, what is going on? I I can't imagine ever doing that to a human being, but they they get so cruel and they're so mean to each other, and there's no thought whatsoever on feeling or how this is going to be perceived by other people. It's just like like, on Facebook if you tag everybody that that person knows. But it's a Christmas party, so there might have been alcohol involved as well. Could yeah. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Worst way to break up with someone. Hello, Rob there. How you doing, Rob? Good, how are you? So you you etch glass? That, is it a hobby or a job? or? Uh, it used to
2: be a job, yeah.
3: Okay, so, so now you just do it for friends and family kind of thing? and.
2: Uh, no, that, that was a different life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moved
3: on. Okay, but back in the day, someone got you to do a rather creative piece. Absolutely. Breaking up with his girlfriend. I don't know the backstory on it, but he asked
1: me to do a mirror for him that had bitch across the whole face of it. So when
2: she opened it up and looked at it, then uh that's the only word she sees with her reflection in it.
3: Again. <laughs> <laughs> he points for the creativity. Ready? <laughs> that, that is very creative. It is cringy, though. We'll add that to the list, though. Thanks, Rob.
2: Yeah, no problem, bud.
3: Good morning, Cruz. Hey, Locker, I got the one that'll top all the others for breakups. Okay, what do you got? I was uh, having an affair with this this chick in uh, in Windsor, Ontario. Starting on strong. Uh, <laughs> you know it's trucker Brian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. so anyway, can we not, like no Can temo- we can we avoid the derogatory terms to females? Sure, I, I'm I'm trying to do my part in bettering okay. us as a society. So we got the chick in once. Let's just we could move on. Okay. Okay. So, you were anyway, so, having an affair with a lovely woman in Windsor. Yeah, that I'd grown up with.
0: Okay, and she <laughs> she blocked. Awesome. Let's put it that way. Okay? It was a
3: family member. Well, kind of a family member. Okay, no, I don't (laughs) want this story. No, we're we're done. It wasn't like family (laughs) related. Jesus. The locker room
0: topic of the day.
3: Worst ways to break up with someone. This is definitely a contender for one of the worst ways. How about she calls the cops on you at Christmas and then tells them that you're a crazed lunatic and that you've got a bunch of firearms? And she's been screwing your best friend for six months while well, you're at work, and you're not allowed within 200 meters of your own home. That would definitely be on the list. <laughs> yes. The locker room topic of the day. Worst way to break up with someone. This is Christy. Yeah. What's yours?
2: A buddy of mine was breaking up with a girl and just looked at her and said, it's not you, it's every other woman I'd rather be with.
3: That's going to sting. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: okay i got a question for you who's more evil when it comes to breakups men or women
2: oh women okay oh women are way more evil <laughs> men are more creative women are more evil
3: okay well i, I like it that's yeah. uh, you know Makes what sense. i think that's a good way to end the topic yeah because i don't want any more text like that christmas that christmas text <laughs> cruise news trump Indicted over
1: efforts to overturn the 2020 election so, results.
3: Trump's in the news. Who knew? Do you have any details on this?
1: Yeah, what's what he being charged it was, with? It basically, for in he was dealing with the uh, election results. He's been charged, linked with him and some of his supporters with the attack on the
3: Capitol. So I think it has a little bit it's a little bit deeper than that from what i was watching yesterday because if you're just if you're thinking this just has to do with the with the the capital 6 riots that's a bit of a misnomer because this has more to do with his attempt to overturn the election yeah it's not he, the culmination was january 6th but leading up to it and in his efforts to try to change The votes in different states. Yeah, and the indictment
1: follows that and his claims of election fraud, which were false. And they were spread by him, that there was no election fraud in any of these places, that it was just him accusing. It was all made up by him.
3: You know what's interesting? Because I I don't know if he'll move forward with this strategy, but one of his legal strategies with this case was... All politicians lie. So I was just doing what everybody else was doing. It's interesting. And here's another thing, too. I have a theory, because he's actually leading the nomination to be the leader of the Republican Party again. With all this craziness going on... He's still the the front-runner. He's ahead of DeSantis. He's ahead of, like, there's like 30 of them. But he's the guy with the most support right now and might end up getting the nod to, to run. But he's been indicted. But if he's convicted
1: of voter fraud... Not, uh, you like, and
3: I are not getting into this because I don't know what the rules are. And the legal system down there is different than it is in Canada. And I am not an expert here. And I am by far not an expert in what happens down there. From what I've been told, he can still run. Like from what I've but if he's with tampering with an election, I can't
1: see that being a thing that he could is I could tampering be wrong. with it.
3: And and here's the other thing too. By the time this ever gets to trial and there's ever a conviction, I think it'll be it's he'll be impeached from the, the again in the next presidency. <laughs> No, I I don't think that that's going to happen before the next election has to happen in yeah. the state. I, and again, uh, this is this is Jimmy and Locke, two morons on Cruz talking about this. So we have no idea, but I have a theory because I, I heard somebody talking about their disbelief about the support that Donald Trump is getting, and um and and listen. We don't need to get into the politics of it and the divisiveness of it, but I think we've reached a point. If you if you take the thousand-foot view here of society and go, "What's going on with politics?" Like there's just some craziness and it's not just in the United States, it's everywhere. It's happening in our own country. Not to the same extent down there, like that's a that's still a dumpster fire. Yeah. But I think we've reached a point and I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong Jimmy, where everyone is just settled into the idea that if you're going to the polls, regardless of what your values are, you're voting for a criminal. I think I think that's where we're at.
1: You're vote you're voting for a liar who's out for themselves.
3: Yeah. You're voting for a liar, a cheat, somebody who doesn't actually sp- like nothing honest comes out of their mouth. And and I and I think we've just accepted that. It's kind of sad, but I think that's where we're at. And I think that's why people are okay supporting somebody who is openly a criminal because they look at it this way. Well, I know he's a criminal. But the other guy 's just better at hiding it, so uh, who do i pick i 'm picking the best, best criminal today at the polls, but there are
1: also a lot of people out there, especially when it comes to dealing with with donald trump is he isn 't a liar it doesn 't matter what he says in the media because the media is embellishing the media is lying that it's, uh, I, it, it I, is because i 've talked to no he's i 've talked to a couple huge trumpers. Uh, no that's just if you go to if you go to the real media rebel um that they're a, telling the truth they're telling the truth I, he's not a liar it, everybody else is a liar It's the I, media's propaganda I
3: think that ship sailed Jimmy
1: I, I'm still I, getting it I had several conversations over my holiday from a number oh, of different people Where were you? Uh, yes I was in Tabor
3: um <laughs> But I was also... I think most people are leery of any source of news. So, yes, I'll give you that. But I also think that even if you're a Trump fan, even if you support him ahead of Biden, and that's, that's where... Like, let's say you're an American, and you think Biden's an idiot, and you think Trump would do a better job, I still think... At the end of the day, that guy that might lean towards Trump and put a, a check mark next to his name in an election knows that Trump is a liar. I I don't think those people are that delusional that they actually think that he is a trustworthy person. I think that ship has sailed. So I think I'm right. I think we're at a point where you're like, okay. Everybody in politics now is just a criminal or a complete cheat liar. They're in it for themselves. Now I just got to sort of sift through my own morals fiber, my own moral structure here, and I got to decide which liar, cheat, criminal is going to do the best job for me and my family. That's That's a campaign. That's a slogan. <laughs> In the locker room
0: with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM.
3: We had Stacy from Arden Roof Systems on the phone with us. It's up and running, 2023 roof giveaway. You can get any details and start nominating someone in need by going to the webpage ardenroofsystems.com. Right, Stacy?
2: Exactly, exactly. It's our 10th year doing it, so it's pretty special. Um, And again, we want to give back to the community with somebody who truly, really needs it. And it's not just a typical giveaway where you fill out your name and you put in a ballot and the lucky winner is drawn this is tell us so about someone is special in your life that's been down on their luck and needs some help even yourself nominate yourself don't be afraid sometimes people just need that little bit of a helping hand and a little bit of protection on their home and nothing makes you feel more insecure than being in a home that you feel can't protect you and your families do it the way i do it because i truly want a deserving person to win it yeah i don't pick we you know the whole system we bring it down to the top five yeah and we give it back to the listeners for them to to decide who actually wins the roof.
3: and we've been involved with this for the last couple of years like you said this is the 10th roof you will have given away the other thing to keep in mind too is i remember last year we picked the winner at the end of august the beginning of september and i think you you had the roof up within a month
2: we loaded it and we had it done pretty much the following week and again nominations close on August
3: 25th. You can get to the page by going to 957 cruisefmca It might be just as easy to go to ardenroofsystems.com and fill out the form and like Stacy said, we're looking for nominations. So we're looking for a good story, somebody that's you know, going through some tough times right now and 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 could use could use a hand up. And don't wait for the last minute. Get your entries in now the sooner the better you get
1: on the list get to your nominations going
3: yeah so we go through the top five put them up for everybody's votes and then we make an announcement after the august 25th nomination close deadline
2: stacy thanks guys
3: you're a good man my <laughs> friend we appreciate
2: this. Uh, appreciate all the support that you guys throw at us as well. So uh, you guys help us scream stuff like this from the rooftop. So it gets it out there. And uh, hopefully this year again, we find that real special someone to win this roof.
3: The annual roof giveaway on 95.7 Cruise FM with Arden Roof Systems. Details at ArdenRoofSystems.com. And that's also where you go to nominate somebody.
0: You're in the locker room on
3: 95.7 Cruise FM. We've touched on this multiple times, Quentin Tarantino years and years and years ago when he first got started he said I'm going to do 10 movies and that's it then I'm done I'm I'm quitting I'm never doing another one I kind of believe him yeah yeah I really. Wanted he said it him. way too
1: much. That if he does do one more, and then go, oh, maybe one more, he's kind of losing no, credibility at I, that point.
3: I don't think.
1: I don't think he will. I think no, he... but that's why I think he won't because, and then he'll lose credibility because he's always been talking about one more movie, only one more.
3: So, I really wanted him to do an R-rated Star Trek. Yeah, you, you hated that idea totally. I, I but I. I get why that's not happening, and I understand that if if it ever did happen, that his involvement would need to be minimal, because I think he's a better period piece guy. Yeah. Especially after the the Hollywood movie that he released uh, a couple years ago. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. So, his last one, and we've talked about this, we had... A few details so his last movie is going to be called the movie critic and it will revolve around a porno rag a porno magazine and a journalist back in the 70s out of california and this is based on a true story yeah that wrote for this magazine um any anyway i guess tarantino read this magazine when he was a kid when he worked At the movie store or something. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So that's what he's working on. It'll probably be a couple of years. But he has approached... Actually, he hasn't approached the family. There's nothing official. But he said out loud in an interview and said he would like to put Bruce Willis in and have that as his final... Not and it's cool. not going to be a huge part. It's going
1: to be no. a cameo part. It, you know, with his with his illness, it shouldn't be that much of a problem for him. It's just going to be something simple. I like that showing respect to the guy. Yeah. And, you know, Quentin Tarantino has only done ten. Like again, nine. he's ended. He's ending with 10 movies. His final movie, that's huge respect towards Bruce Willis going, I want you in my final movie. even Well, just Bruce a small was piece. in
3: uh, Pulp Fiction. Right? Yeah, so had a very memorable role in that movie. Yeah, that's a we're, huge show. We're side so of respect. To, we're saying out loud. Yeah. That's, that's a really cool gesture if that happens. You're in the locker room with Lachlan
0: Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
3: Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. He does our barbecue tips here on the locker room, brought to you by Backyard Grills. Mel, you have something to announce, and it's for a good cause. Who knew you had such a huge heart? Hey, baby, how you guys doing? We're doing Doing well. Everything's going fantastic. Yes, I got got something fun happening this, uh, this month. We got Heartbeat Hot Sauce, Dark Side of the Grill, my hot sauce, in collaboration with Meat on White Ave. That's one of the best barbecue joints in Alberta. They're doing Mel's hot wings, and all the proceeds are going to the youth emergency shelter. On the menu, on the menu at meat. On the menu at meat. It's going to be massive. I went down there. We did the photo shoots
0: and everything already. Okay. And the wings are fire, man. They they half smoke them, half deep fry them with my sauce. Trust me, you are not going to want to miss it.
3: You know what, man? And, And I am not an expert on hot sauces by any stretch of the imagination, but I I really like your hot sauce. It's well, fantastic, brother. It really is. I, I love it, it, too. I had it on eggs the other day.
0: You, yeah, I saw it because you had your toes out there. It
3: was disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. I saw all 10 of them or 11. It's gross. I have horrible feet. I'm sorry. I maybe <laughs> should have slapped some slippers on those bad boys. But, but yeah, those were quail egg. That was yeah. cool. quail eggs too. That's, yeah, yeah, which was awesome. Can you can you do me a favor since you're still pretty busy? That Grant, can you sneak me out a quail? <laughs> <laughs> there was a conversation about whether or not those things get eaten when the snow starts flying, uh, exactly. but apparently they become um, pets, so that's oh, a no sure. go. So sure. Grant, I'm thinking would be up to. You know, snapping that neck and 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 barbecuing that thing, but I don't think the kids would be. No, yeah, you. Saved yeah, yeah. You. yeah, 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 So, <laughs> yep, the, so it. the 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 quails might be making a trip to the basement when the snow starts coming. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, that's one awesome. more time. Okay, so meat, dark side of the grill, wings on special, and the money raised going where, Mel? Uh, the youth emergency shelter. Mel is from Dark Side of the Grill. Follow him on Instagram. He does our barbecue tips, which are brought to you by Backyard Grills in St. Albert. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I got to be honest. I find the, the cigarette warning thing, it's funny. Yeah. Like we're past the point of it having any real impact on people. In my opinion, and again, I could be wrong, and maybe this is just about the kids, and if they see a crazy picture or they read something, maybe it does have an impact. And and maybe, maybe I should be more positive and hope that that keeps kids from smoking, but if you're focusing on the adults that are still smoking, are they really... Do they really care? Do they really care, or are they gonna quit because now they're writing crap on the actual cigarettes. Do you see that? Yeah, I heard of that. So now the labels are actually on each individual cigarette. Let's not talk about the fact that the ink is probably also carcinogenic that they're using, but we'll, we can move yeah, let's not on. Yeah, touch on that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so that's a Canadian thing, and I guess that kicked in yesterday, or that doesn't matter. Um, so when you buy a pack, if you open it up, and I think it's only on the longer cigarettes, I could be wrong, but there's a little message on there. And it doesn't matter what the messages are, but I, I have an idea for them. I think they need to add some audio to the warnings so when you open a pack something happens you're gonna die right like you get something like that and then they could have different messages when you open up a pack you know like be creative with it you're gonna die you loser (laughs) (laughs) i think this is the next step i think this is this is where we're going because it can't get but, much worse. But the thing is, though, for someone who's been smoking
1: for 40 years, do you think them telling you... I think that the
3: audio is going to work. It's going to work. Commercials haven't worked no. either. Or, Imagine this: or you go to 7 you grab your fresh pack, you sit down in the truck, you crack open the top. You moron. This is going to kill you. Like... I'm telling you, this is 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 what we need to do. If it was
1: going to actually affect, you know, a sign on, like, what are they going to put on the
3: cigarettes next? You're killing your kids. Like, isn't that already on there? I think there's (laughs) this, and that's a little on on point, but I think there is an element of that, right? Honestly, this is where we're going. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to hear this and go, that's a good idea. We should do this. You open up a pack and you get a little audio message. This is (laughs) death!
0: Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White.
1: Oh, good. So this is huge news. So what they're doing is because originally what was planned with the the Mandalorian was they were going to have a season four and season five, but partly because of... And then that was it? They were going to put a bullet in it? they were planning on ending at 5 or like within a certain amount of time frame, but because of the actor's strike and writer strike and all the stuff going on in Hollywood right now, so what they're doing is they're not going to have the time frame to have 4 and 5, so they're going to make that into a Mandalorian movie. So it's going to be in the big screen, it's going to be in the theaters. So there isn't going to be a season 4 or 5, it's just going to be, be a feature-like a, It's going to be a, a movie containing all the the stuff I like that idea that's really smart for Disney because Mandalorian has been such a big project for them and most normal people love it except for you um No no
3: hold on see, hold, you, on. You, hold you no, did, no 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 no
1: listen cuz season 4 up. you said you couldn't deal with it because no, it just was No it was too much I for you
3: said you no, lost interest no. I said that I thought the Mando series was decent. It was, I, I don't love it as much as you. It was okay. One and two kept my interest. This latest, this latest is season three, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so this latest season, I couldn't get into it for whatever reason. It just wasn't as good for me and it didn't seem worth it. So I moved on. I, listen. I have other things in my life other than Star Wars, so it's not but the be all uh, end all to me, me. Coming after you like that is
1: because Disney's subscribership ha- went up in season four, uh, season three, and so that means normal people found it
3: interesting, just not you. Is uh, where I don't where, know. Where I, I was I've going. had a couple of people. Grant agreed with me that the season three wasn't as good. Every series is like this. Every television series ever made, they have highs, they have lows. Some of it drops off a little bit. I thought Mando season three dropped off a bit. You just don't have the ability to admit that when it comes to Star Wars stuff. Is that the news? So there's no more season four. So there's going to do a movie, five. and it's going to be released. I think after a good idea. the
1: the Ray movie. So, the movie with Rey, the
3: new Jedi Order. That's the next Star Wars thing that we're movie. all looking forward to? That movie, no. Overall, Star Wars. What's next? That Ahsoka. movie?
1: Ahsoka. Ahsoka is coming that series out. is coming? It's coming out in three weeks. The Jedi Jimmy podcast oh, is going in full back. swing.
3: There we go. Like
1: doing... Uh, the uh, dual lightsaber combat, we're doing an Ahsoka breakdown. There's so much stuff coming in aug- August that the world can't handle
0: it. You can't handle Jedi Jimmy. Jedi Jimmy, uh, Jimmy anymore. Oh, okay, let's move on. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So
3: the Illegal Law Arts Tournament coming up. Brought to you by LeBacqs. On Sunday, August 13th is full at this point, but we're still taking... Spare teams So if you want to get On the spare list Send Jimmy a quick text He'll give you the details 780-989-0957 We've already had A couple of teams Drop off So I've had to go To the spare list A couple of times There's room there There's an outside chance You might make it in On Sunday, August 13th So I'll give you The rough timetable We gather at JT's On the Sunday morning 9 to 11 They got a a $9.57 Breakfast special Set up for us They got a a Locker room Caesar That is going to Beyond special, so we'll have a couple of drinks, have some breakfast, hop on buses, boom, head to a secret location, play darts from about noon till 4, then we give away all the prizes, head back to JT's and celebrate our 7th anniversary as a show. And you can come to JT's after 4 o'clock and celebrate with us, even if you don't do the Lawn Darts tournament. Now, we had to change something up this year, for a variety of reasons. One, because there's some cool ones in the bag that we are having you pick up. You got to come down to the radio station beforehand if you've signed up and you've been approved as a team for the upcoming lawn darts tournament, the fifth year. Yeah, you on must Sunday, pick August up 13. your
1: packages, Bicent.
3: Gives them to you on site. Yes, for obvious reasons. And then we'll get you to sign a quick little waiver, and you can be on your way. Now you can do that Monday to Friday. I think we're open at eight thirty till eight thirty till five. Okay, um, but you can also pop in if you're on your way in at work and you drive by the station. Just send Jimmy a text, and he'll come down, and, and we'll 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 deal with you during the show. Not ideal, but we're trying to make this easy for everybody. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to go through some of the names think i got some prizing for best name again this year um and this has turned into a thing over the last couple of years the team names have been getting more and more creative yeah and this year is no exception so we got darty deeds done dirt cheap the dark knights i was left unsupervised i don't know why i like that one so much but that's one of my favorites uh so far from the 32 teams i'm i'm a fan of hey while well, you're up that's good. Yeah, I don't mind that one. Is it in yet? I think that was last year's yes. best team name winner. That's Nicole, right? Yes. Yes, yes. it is. Um, don't go breaking my dart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gooder. I don't mind that one either. Um, and then a uh, the dart tarts, too, is, is definitely worth a mention as well. Mike Milk, how you doing, my friend? Good morning. We should talk about Ryan McLeod out of the gates, signing the sure. two-year contract extension. This is, I think winner fans should
4: be very happy about this. Well, last night I did uh, an emergency episode of my podcast to just kind of like talk about First thoughts on the signing. And while I was with you, Locke, I thought, oh, $2.1 million for two years. I thought oh, it was fans would be pretty happy about that. You know how it goes. There's yeah. always people who go, ah, he's overpaid by half a half million bucks. But like the reality is, if you looked at what the NHL was, where it was going and how some of these arbitration awards were going. There could have been a situation where Ryan McLeod signed for two point five or more based on the stat, on his own stats and what arbitrators have been giving out. So I think coming in at two point one for two years is a solid deal for both sides. And most importantly, they didn't have to go through the arbitration process and kind of sling mud yeah. at each other for for a day. So I, I think this is a win all around. Something to be said about um skipping that
3: process, right? Because I, it, it, it has proven in the past to be difficult. On relationships between players and, and, and organizations, so the fact that they were able to to avoid that is good. The other thing and and i don 't know if this is being said out loud um, but does this not does this not clarify the position the team has with Evan Bouchard moving forward because
4: now they know exactly what they have to work with doesn 't that make that negotiation easier? You would think so, so the interesting thing about the Evan Bouchard signing that 's now up next on the on the to-do list is do others have about $4.28 million in cap space mm-hmm. as of today with the Ryan McLeod signing? So you could, in theory, sign Bouchard for that. Or if they can get him in at $3.5 million or less, that would mean that they can ice a 22-man roster in October and be cap-compliant instead of a 21-man roster. So having an extra body, just in case, you know, injuries happen, somebody gets sick, somebody gets nicked up, that'd be a really nice luxury to have. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Evan Bouchard because 3.5 or less, we can have a 22-man roster. Anything above 3.5 to Four point two eight. then they're gonna have to have a 21man roster so it's gonna be an interesting couple of weeks to see how this last little piece of housekeeping goes and are there any um, veteran like PTO deals sitting out there that um, that fill that 1 million ish hole I, I mean th- of all the years to try and PTO some guys this one would be the one because there's still a a handful of quality players out there that just don't have deals because a lot of teams are in the same situation that the Oilers are in with their cap space. Yeah, I mean, if you look at a website like Cap Friendly that kind of tracks all this stuff, you see how many teams currently, and I'm just ballparking this, about 10, 12 teams currently over the cap that need to figure it out. So there's going to be a lot of players that kind of shake loose. So if the Oilers could find a way to have... Bouchard at less than three and a half to open up some space for a cheap PTO, that'd be great because there's gonna be some good names out there. Yeah. Any um
3: worth tossing or I know
4: Taves, right? Jonathan Taves out seemed like, it not didn't a, seem that's like a, he's gonna play. That's oh he's but out. Like- I, I just I'd be surprised if he does. To be honest, I, I just I would love to see it. I think it would work. I just it's I just doubt it happens. Like there's other guys like, you know, just a a more local guy like a Noah Gregor would be a nice depth option on the wing if they could afford it. He scored some goals in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Again, they didn't. They just kind of released him off into the wild. So there there's some guys like that that are just kind of floating around looking for gigs and they will probably sign on the cheap. So if the Oilers can do a little cap maneuvering here, there could be some opportunity there. But we'll see what happens again this bouchard thing needs to get done and they need to figure that out sooner than later so we'll see if you've been on social media at
3: all in the last couple of days um you probably haven't missed videos and pictures of the oilers golfing that's right now is it common knowledge on the worst and
4: best golfers on this current squad for the oilers I don't know that it's common knowledge, but what I did enjoy from the Zach Hyman Celebrity Classic this week was both Connor and Leon absolutely shredding Zach Hyman's golf game. Yeah. I think it, I think the quote from Connor was, and I'm paraphrasing, it's like, listen, we don't even know why this guy puts on a golf program. He golfs twice a year. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved that. I love seeing that yeah. from those guys and I just kind of, it was a nice little reintroduction to the boys midway through the summer and they're raising some money for a good cause. So I love it. But who's the best I'd love to know. Wouldn't it be fun yeah. to see who's the best golfer? And I love knowing that Zach Hyman is the worst.
3: I I would be willing to bet that Leon is a decent golfer.
4: I bet he would be, too. I, yeah. I would take that bet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, McDavid, that's an obvious pick. But I bet you I bet you Leon's got some game. I yeah. bet you a guy like Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a really good golfer. Because as we know, he's, really ah, he's a horse guy. Long. He's a horse guy, though. He is a horse guy, but my thought here is that he's been with the team the longest, and the Oilers have sucked for so long that he's probably got his rounds in.
3: (laughs) That's not a bad theory as well. Um, Who's the worst cheater on the team? There's always one guy. every, Every foursome has a guy that's moving his ball, toe wedge,
4: yeah, I you know what? I don't know this, but I'm just going to take a guess anyway. You know what? I'm going to say we we're talking about him. I'm going to say Evan Bouchard. He's got the look of a cheater on his yeah, face, you yeah? know? He's going to be the one that kicks his ball out of the rough. He's going to be the one that moves it down. I, I think Evan Bouchard. If I was to pick one, he would be my pick. I was going to go with a
3: goalie, but Evan Bouchard, I like that as well. Um, there he is, Bag Milk. Wait, what do you got? Hold on,
1: uh, on. Before we let you go, hey, from Bag the milk, sul- are there still, the
3: sidelines. are there still <laughs> openings for
1: your golf tournament in September?
4: Yeah, oh, thanks Jimmy. Yeah, we um the Oilers Nation Open, it's the 5th one we're doing it out at the Millwood's Golf Club on September 1st. So that's the Friday leading into the long weekend if you want to get it, get your weekend started a day early. Yes, there are still teams but not many left. I think there was like 4 or 5 teams left. So you go to nationgear.ca if you want to sign up for a team of 4 or we also have an option where singles can join. The one of the things that we've learned with this tournament over the last couple of years is if we just have a bunch of singles and we stick them together on a team, they end up having the best day. Yeah. So we always leave a couple open for those. So we've got two options. We've got teams of four, and we've got singles if you want to play. Just go to nationgear.ca. Well,
3: and it's worth saying that you guys usually, that not usually, every year this sells out. So if you wanted to golf with these boys, uh, Oilers it's a Nation. a great event. Yeah, it's a great event. It's a fun one. Um, make sure you get in on that. All right. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation, thank you for your time today. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast.
0: Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof
1: Systems.